What's up, Pistown Pals? It is 4.29 p.m. on the East Coast, and this is the District Sentinel Radio 420 Hangout, starting uh, right on time, as usual. I am Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Middle East Report studio in Pistown, USA, Washington, D.C. Check out our website, districtsentinel.com. And uh, for those of you uh, who haven't heard, we have moved our garbage can proceedings to Thursday. So we're doing the garbage can at the end of the show today. Today. That's right. 420 on Thursday means garbage can now. That's right. It used to be Friday, but now, well, no one works on Friday. So we may as well do it Thursday and and start the three-day weekend. Yeah, and then it used to be uh, on Wednesdays. Yeah. Now it's on Thursdays. It's a good day to have it. I think Thursdays are good. Um, Let's see. Lots of sports ball going on today. We'll get into some sports ball before we get to the rest of the news. Uh, Quick shout out to uh, Nick and Naomi over at Means TV. You all probably have heard um, about their project they are uh, launching it right now. Follow them on, on Twitter, at means underscore TV. They're basically creating a leftist Netflix, uh, cooperatively owned, worker-owned streaming platform. Uh, we've been doing work with uh, Means TV with Nick and Naomi. Uh, some of our videos are apparently going to come out uh, in week four of this rollout campaign that they're doing, this kind of 10-week rollout campaign. Um, they're trying to raise money to make this happen. It's a cool project. Get involved. Even if you you don't know what it is, just for our sake, if you want to see videos that of us, they're going to be releasing them. So uh, help support Nick and Naomi. They came down to D.C., and Nick Nick wanted me to tell this story. Oh, he did? Yeah, he wanted me to tell this story. Okay. They came down to D.C. to film some stuff with us, and uh, the whole we were going to do this thing of uh, a tour of D.C. The District Sentinel boys give you a tour of Pistown. Um so we were driving around in Nick's car and I was driving and he was filming out the window and stuff. And what we were, we were doing it for like 15 minutes and we immediately got pulled over by the police. <laughs> the Capitol police. The too. Capitol police we, immediately pulled us over. Yeah. We, we went too close to one. Well, we weren't doing anything wrong. We just sort of got their attention because we were driving so close to uh, one of the security checkpoints over by Capitol Hill. Yeah. And uh, so Nick, Nick Nick's papers weren't in order. Yeah, he didn't have his uh his license up to date, his registration up to date. So uh we immediately got pulled over. Uh I got a big fat ticket. <laughs> uh Nick got his car towed. Um it was a huge mess. The whole project didn't work out. We got some other projects though that did work out that will be released. So, yeah. They could use all the help they can get. So <laughs> Means TV, although they've been doing really great work uh, doing the campaign ads for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, I think they did uh, Daniel Ng or something. Canela Ng. Canela Ng. Yeah. Uh, so Means TV, that's exciting. Check them out right now. Did you have it? You fought that ticket, right? Or no? Yeah. You no, did. I, f- I fought the ticket. And I so won. That, that, okay. I won. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I couldn't have been at fault. I didn't know what was going on here. I didn't. It's not my job to make sure Nick's registration is up to date. Yeah, that no, that that would have been ridiculous for them to make you uh, pay. Hey, so uh, March Madness. Yeah, 
We've got more than 30 people in the District Sentinel March Madness Bracket Challenge. Winner gets to name our studio as soon as the current uh, studio naming rights expire. Um, shout out to everybody who uh, have put in pretty good names, bracket names. Uh, big first place tie right now between uh, Ron Paul's racist newsletters, uh, Google Venezuela. Um, we've got Palestine uh, Williamson. Just a uh, a play off the Duke star Zion Zion Williamson. Yeah, Palestine Williamson. Uh. Yeah, we've got basketball crank out there. Um, busted bracket haver. That's me. I'm not in first place. I lost the uh, the Minnesota Louisville game. We've got uh, Ted Cruz 9/11 porn tweet. <sighs> Beto Dork. Beto Dork. Great names in here. So. Thanks for everyone who is taking part in this. Oh, look, there's Intern Nate. Intern Nate's in this. Intern Nate is indeed in the bracket. Do we really have two Palestine Williamsons? Uh, do we? I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I think actually just one. I just saw it twice. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. We have Dean Smith is a fraud from someone who obviously does not want to admit that they are a, a Duke fan. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, we do have we don't have uh, two Palestine Williams, but we do have one anti-Zion. So that was uh, Mm. anti-Zion Williamson. The uh, oh, McCain's McCain's tumor is hanging in there. (laughs) Of course, it's hanging in there. Gays will not go away. Gays for socialism and also communism will win. Uh, they're still they're, they're still hanging there. So it's anybody's it's anybody's still uh, to win pretty much. I don't think anyone's lost a, a ch- uh, someone they picked to win. Uh, winner gets again to name the studio. Top three are going to get uh, Sentinel T-shirts. We'll be keeping tabs on that as the tournament goes on, and then once the tournament's over, we're going to start doing the uh, worst tweet tournament. So stay tuned for that. I am currently tied for seventh with a lot of other people. I am uh, the Rubio coup plotters. Mm. We uh, we also have our eye on some uh, Euro qualifying soccer going on today. Baseball season has ra- uh, the st- uh, regular season has started with games out in Japan. Shout out to Ichiro, one of the greatest baseball players of my lifetime, uh, who uh, played his last game this morning. Um, so yeah, lots of stuff going on. Oh, Belgium two, Russia one. <laughs> yes, Hazard scored a penalty kick. <laughs> No, he did. <laughs> yes, Croatia has scored. Barisic scored a, a tying goal. Oh, wow. And uh, yes. uh, Slovakia. Duda, Duda has scored for Slovakia. I have <laughs> uh, some interest in Marek Hamšík for some reason. But anyway. Other things that uh, we're following, Mike Gravel's Twitter account or the teens running Mike Gravel's Twitter account. I think uh, they can stop tweeting at this point. Uh, we understand the project. We don't need to hear your high school reading list on on uh, socialist politics. We don't need to uh, read your Gramsci quotes or to tell us to read more Chomsky. <laughs> There's only so much of that uh, we can take. More of, more of the spicy memes, though, of the handcuffs and Henry Kissinger. Yeah, keep up with the spicy memes. Another thing we've been keeping up with, uh, 2020, of course, the presidential uh, campaign and the tide is turning in favor of Palestine. Hmm. Kamala Harris not going to APAC. Nice. Elizabeth Warren not going either? Elizabeth Warren not going, according to Bloomberg's Sahil Kapoor. 
Uh, of course, Bernie's not going. That was never in doubt. Harris, Warren, as you mentioned. Beto O'Rourke not going. I'm surprised. That's a, that's a bit surprising. Also, uh, Pete Buttgug. Not uh, going. Not going. My pronunciation, uh, not his. John Delaney. <laughs> Not going, but I bet scheduling goes. scheduling conflict. I I wouldn't be surprised we'll if Gillibrand and Biden uh, both go, and Cory Booker, quite frankly. Yeah, yes, I could see that happening too. I could see that happening too. But until today, I thought Kamala Harris was going to go, and now she's not. So who knows? Maybe maybe Cory won't go. Uh, on related news, Trump today called for the U.S. to recognize Israel's claims on the Golan Heights. <laughs> So that's cool. Uh, I, I would like to see someone try to link this to Russia somehow and be like, well, Trump will recognize uh, Crimea. So, of course, <laughs> I would like them just to <laughs> as, as if as if every American ruler hasn't legitimized Israel's taking of stuff. I would like them to just pretend Israel is Russia one day and just ask <laughs> tons of questions of why. What does Netanyahu have on Trump? I mean, Trump is reversing decades of U.S. policy to, to, to bow before Netanyahu, especially on the, the embassy change thing. I mean, yeah. you had what? Republicans and Democrats for decades issuing this waiver to make this not happen. And then Trump comes in and does this. And now he's going even further and further. What, does, what kind of P-tape does B.B. Netanyahu have on Donald Trump? I don't know. Use, uh, you know, connect the dots, people. I saw a uh, glimpse into our hell world healthcare system. Uh, this coming from a government accountability office report on Wednesday titled Air Ambulance. Available data shows privately insured patients are at financial risk. Well, that's not exactly shocking news that people who have private health insurance are at risk of something. But considering it's the backbone of our healthcare system, it's still pretty fucked up. And in this case, according to GAO, if something really bad happens to you and you need to be airlifted for care, there's a very high likelihood that unless you're rich, you'll be financially ruined by it. GAO's analysis of air ambulance transports of privately insured patients has happened about 20,700 times last year. GAO analyzed these events and found that 69% of the time, those transports were out of network, meaning the individual's private health insurance didn't cover it. It's called balance billing. They were hit with a massive bill. GAO found that the average price of air transport, $36,400 for helicopter transport, $40,600 for a fixed wing transport. So if insurance isn't covering that, you're looking at a pretty big hit. If you work for one of these medical helicopter companies and you find me, you can go ahead and let me die because <laughs> I do not want to pay for your fucking helicopter. Yeah. Geo couldn't identify just what the average medical bill is for individuals who do have to use out-of-network air transport since, surprise, surprise, there isn't much national data on balance billing. But uh, in case you're thinking, well, air transport is so rare, I'm sure this doesn't affect that many people. It's only in the most serious of occasions. Well, the numbers aren't so good with ground ambulance transport either. GAO found that 51% of those occur out of network too. So that's the majority of them. So I'm not sure what the point of having any sort of health insurance is when something really bad happens to you, it's not going to cover it. It's not going to work. <clears throat> Imagine any other commodity where you are basically given a service without asking for it and then being told you have to pay for it. 
That's why for profit and fucking normal market uh, principles shouldn't apply to healthcare. It's 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 a no brainer. It's just I mean, but we live in a fucking oligarchy. We live in a feudal system. Just the fact that we have a system in which these reports can exist. We have these reports telling us that individuals who have to be airlifted or even (laughs) ground transported, which is an integral part of our medical care system for a lot of people, that our our healthcare system has a giant fucking hole in it for that. It's broken. It's broken. All right, let's uh, read some email, some email, some emails from the inbox where we take some of the messages that get sent to us by PR shit merchants in Washington to give you some insight into the sort of garbage they're peddling to journalists. It's bad. It's bad, folks. Didn't click this one, but the subject and title caught my eye. Subject, the facts about John McCain from the John McCain Institute. (laughs) Hard pass. Hard pass. I I did note that, uh, well... I didn't actually note it, but it, the, the, this entire thing did make me think of uh, the fact that Saudi Arabia gave a million dollars to the John McCain Institute. So I'm sure they're a very fact-based organization. Definitely. This email, definitely worth taking a gander at. <laughs> Subject, presidential candidate Andrew Yang takes hardline stance against circumcision. Basically, it's uh, some shady PR company trying to get us to interview an intactivist. Anthony Lasquardo, who, according to this PR company he hired, uh, is a circumcision expert who's available for interviews. Hard pass on that, too, but I think it's time to note, uh, this is a useful time to note, that the Yang Gang sucks. We are not in the Yang Gang. It sucks shit. No, we're we not. want nothing to do with Andrew Yang. I, mean, we, I support UBI. I think it's an important issue. And I... Of course, with caveats that UBI isn't cutting into the current social safety net and isn't going to replace any of these programs. But, uh, yeah, I don't need a, a guy who's worried about uh, whites losing their majority and being a, a, a minority majority nation, people who are concerned about that. I don't need them to be the vessels of UBI. So, yeah, fuck yeah. <clears throat> also, I mean, maybe I should read up on this topic, but what what's the beef with circumcision, with 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 the foreskin getting chopped off uh the the i did i don't know it, it don't seems know like some weird some very weird thing with um with undertones with very strong undertones and we'll leave it at that okay for now all right interns I, i'll just say that it's it is uh interesting that a guy who's also who, who who's taken somewhat of a shining to white nationalist stuff is also somehow clinging to the intactivist too. <laughs> Bring in the can interns. Good to have the uh, garbage can brought in on a, on a Thursdays. Give us more time to compile the people who are awful this week. I know we didn't have time to put up a poll. We'll put up the poll for next week's garbage can. We'll just uh, kind of talk this one out <laughs> at the end of it to determine who's going to get thrown in. <clears throat> All right, where are we at? Garbage candidate number one, Beto O'Rourke. You sick of this guy yet as we are? Get off the fucking countertops, dude. Someone has to disinfect them after you're done, Beto. If I had a dollar for each time Beto had articulated a clear policy position, I'd have zero extra dollars. Zero, because this guy is conducting a hybrid vanity, please the party campaign. He's an absolute fucking joke. 
But obviously, a lot of wealthy people and liberal power centers are interested in promoting him. His campaign claims it hauled in $6.1 million in his first 24 hours, causing the media to fawn. What the campaign withheld for a few days is that Beto had 100,000 fewer donors than Bernie Sanders and reported having the highest average donation of any of the candidates who've put forward their numbers yet. He's a budget hawk. He's not serious about climate change. And he's trying to sabotage the push for single-payer health care. Seriously, fuck this guy. There's also a, I saw a tweet today. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, gray van, just got a $50 parking ticket. O'Rourke, who was driving, left it in a no parking area outside the Manchester courthouse while he went across the street at Consuelo's Taqueria. An advanced staffer quickly moved. You can't just park anywhere you want, Beto, in your renovan. You can't do that. So for all those reasons, you're nominated for the garbage can. I don't know. Doing an illegal park while running to go and get tacos is a, relatable. Real, a little relatable. But we got to resist the urge to say things like that because that's what Beto is trying to do. He's trying to make himself look relatable. <laughs> look at me. Look how punk rock I am. I legally parked my, my minivan while I ran a, and bought tacos. <laughs> Garbage candidate number two, Chelsea Clinton defenders. Some people will always kiss the ass of aristocrats, and we saw that last weekend after a young Palestinian woman confronted Chelsea Clinton at an NYU vigil for the victims of the Christchurch massacre. Chelsea had been whipping up Islamophobia over the past few days, publicly tweeting how she was offended by Ilhan Omar's joke about the Israel lobby, quote, as an American. As an American. But for some reason, she decided to show up to the vigil anyway for victims of two mosque massacres. So a student let her have it, which is no less than Clinton deserves. Nevertheless, we saw a number of disgusting hacks and shitty celebrities complain about this on Twitter, tagging this young woman, subjecting her to vile Islamophobic abuse as their fans, followers, and supporters of Chelsea Clinton inundated her with abuse and threats. Just to name a few, talentless journalist Yashar Ali, washed-up comedian Kathy Griffin, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, a guy who brands himself as being on the left but then constantly kisses up to oligarchic lampreys like Chelsea Clinton. These individuals are all disgusting sycophants. And so for Brown nosing a vile opportunistic brat and for subjecting a grieving Palestinian woman to a flood of abuse, the Chelsea Clinton defenders are nominated to the garbage can where they might be hermetically sealed. Yashar Ali, by the way, particularly disgusting because one of the McCain women was noting that, oh, this is the sort of abuse I get when the president uh, mentions my husband. He fucking did the same thing where he tweeted out this young woman's name who who uh, confronted Chelsea Clinton. Uh, doesn't matter to her, though. Fuck Yashar. Garbage candidate number three, Piece Edward Isaac Dover. David Sirota is an all-around great guy, great journalist, and a friend of the show. Congratulations to him on his new gig with the Bernie Sanders campaign. Edward Isaac Dover, on the other hand, is a slime ball who ran with a distorted hit piece against Sirota, claiming that Sirota was both working as a journalist doing hit pieces on other Dem candidates while secretly working for the Sanders campaign. There's zero proof of this. In fact, there's a lot of proof to the contrary. Even worse, Dover tried to present evidence to this claim with a screenshotted tweet that he deleted the date from. That's right, he photoshopped the date out of one of Sirota's tweets to make it look more damning. And amazingly, Dover has yet to retract or apologize, nor has the Atlantic, which ran the piece of shit piece. I have a feeling Dover is going to be doing a lot of this over the next year or so. Best to throw him in the garbage can right now. Garbage candidate number four, Jair Bolsonaro. 
Brazil's own anime fascist dickhead was in the U.S. to lick the boots of his more powerful equivalent, you know, the guy who wears a diaper on the golf course. President Trump and President Bolsonaro praised each other in press conferences, mentioning how they discussed their ongoing efforts to force regime change in Venezuela. They didn't rule out getting the U.S. and Brazilian militaries involved, a frightening thought indeed. Someone who has praised Brazil's Cold War military dictatorship, naturally, Bolsonaro also visited the CIA, and he made sure everyone knew it, too, having his idiot son tweet about it. Look, this guy is human filth. He's a breathing danger. Jair Bolsonaro is a piece of shit, and he is nominated like fuck this week to the garbage can. <laughs> garbage can at number five, Donna Brazil, former DNC chair, sold out to Fox News, accepting a gig as a paid contributor at the racist fascist network. Brazil justified it by saying, quote, excited to join the honest and passionate debate at Fox News about our future. She said her decision was, quote, rooted in the belief that you cannot make progress, let alone reach compromise, without first listening to and understanding those who disagree with you on the critical issues. Fuck. <laughs> Are you serious right now? These quotes make me so mad. Honest debate at Fox? Passionate. How much are they paying you, Donna? You know, when the Klansman Tucker Carlson talked about immigrants being dirty, I guess you just got to respect his passion. Got to respect that passion over there. This is gross. You know, it's one thing to appear on Fox as Glenn Greenwald does to get his agenda across, which I think is still shitty. It's also one thing to go on Fox News to disrupt it, which can be good as hell. But it's an entirely other thing to get paid by the racist fascist TV network and say things to try to legitimize it. Donna Brazil, this is why you're nominated for the garbage can. Finally, garbage candidate number six, Dean Phillips. Congressman Phillips was at a gathering of House Democrats who met to try to smooth things over during the Ilhan Omar mudslinging. It was a forum meant for conflict resolution. Then, according to the Washington Post, Phillips told Omar she had to apologize and the gathered lawmakers should, quote, publicly affirm Israel's right to exist and protect itself. Disgustingly, he also doesn't seem to care about how this weaponization of anti-Semitism kills people in occupied Palestine. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib tried to explain that to Phillips as she broke down in tears and described her family's life under occupation in the West Bank. Tlaib spoke about her grandmother and told Phillips, quote, she would treat you like a grandson. Not us, though. No, not us. <laughs> not us. For trying to amb ambush his colleagues and browbeating them into supporting an apartheid state that's actively fucking over one of them, Phillips is nominated for the garbage can, and he is fucking garbage. All right, we've got this dude, Phillips, Dean Phillips, Congressman Dean Phillips. We've got Donna Brazil. We've got Jair Bolsonaro. We've got Edward Isaac Dover. We've got Chelsea Clinton defenders, and we've got Beto O'Rourke. We didn't do a, a garbage can poll uh, this week. We'll bring back the poll next week for our subscribers. So it's it's up to us. We're sort of reading the tea leaves here. I feel like our subscribers would want us to go with either uh, Beto, Chelsea defenders, or Bolsonaro. Or Isaac Dover. I mean, uh, I think a lot of people are get, mad at him, too. We got a lot. Okay, so we got four here. I think we should go. Uh, di uh, didn't we throw Jair? Recently in the garbage uh, can? We might have. Either way, uh, we definitely have nominated him, and we probably will get another chance soon to, yeah. to throw I him. think it should be Chelsea Clinton defenders or Beto O'Rourke. Are you leaning any way on that? I think we should go with Chelsea Clinton defenders. I think we should, too. Chelsea Clinton, Clinton defenders, defenders, you are going in the garbage can. can.
Uh, enjoy the trash there with all those stupid fucking kids books that Chelsea Clinton publishes that only disgusting sycophants like yourself buy. <laughs> I guess you'll have a lot of reading material in there in the garbage can, huh? <laughs> that is the Hangout for today. Thank you, subscribers. Also, thank you to our sponsors, the Congressional Dish Podcast, hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Also, May Rip, the Middle East Report. Find it at merip.org. We'll be back next week with some more content. Subscribe at patreon.com slash district sentinel. We're here in DC, so you don't have to be.